Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. This week you're showing us that faith actually underpins every aspect of our lives. Yesterday you explained that if we understand we're saved by grace, it it was nothing to do with us. We were saved by grace so that we can live by faith and benefit others. Now today you're going to explain how faith and forgiveness interact. We could not have had that or received that salvation without believing in God's forgiveness. We saw that what Jesus did on the cross was to bear not only our sins, but the punishment that we deserve because we are sinners. And he, he has dealt with all those things to make us actually saints, those who are set apart for God's purposes. So an essential part of that process of salvation that began when we were born again, salvation in, in Scripture is a process I have been saved, I'm being saved, and will be saved. But that whole process began when I was born again. And that process, therefore, begins with knowing that we are forgiven. So faith and forgiveness are directly linked in Scripture. Our redemption, the way in which we know that we have been purchased by Jesus Christ with his blood, that means that he has paid the price to rescue us from condemnation, to rescue us from worldliness, to rescue us from the corruption of the world around us, to rescue us from the enemy's influence, and to make us those who belong to his eternal kingdom. That whole process begins with knowing that all our sins have been forgiven. That is an absolutely indispensable element of faith. Now, it is clear that when we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Everything that is not right about us in the sight of God is cleansed, is taken out of our lives when God forgives us. Are you talking about those things we did before we became believers? We're talk- well, I'm talking about those things that we did before we became believers when we were born again. But of course, we still sin, unfortunately, and we still need God's forgiveness. So we are still able to turn to him and be forgiven once we have become Christians. So it applies to everything we did before we were believers, but it applies also to the sin that we've done since we've been believers. Everything is dependent upon God's mercy and God's forgiveness. John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Everything that is not right in the sight of God is washed away when God forgives us. What we need is to believe that. Because, you see, if we believe that, then we believe the rest of what has been accomplished, of what the Scriptures teach us, that the old has gone. The person that 
we were before we were born again has gone, has died with Christ, no longer exists. The new has come. We're now a new creation. You can only have a new birth because the former person died. Now, you didn't die physically, but spiritually you were put to death, and now spiritually you're brought to life. You have a new life. You are now made one with Christ instead of being separated from him. This is the dynamic event that is called the new birth. So the old has gone and the new has come. Now we need to believe that. But how can you believe the old has gone if you keep going back into your past? How can you believe that you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God if you keep digging up the past? Or if you think that the remedy to your present problems is somehow to be found in the past? No, your remedy, no matter what situation arises in your life, is to be found in the cross and all that Jesus has accomplished on the cross, not by going back into your past. Your water baptism signified that you were dead and lay buried with Christ and have now become a new creation. That was the purpose of people being baptized immediately after they became believers, which is when baptism took place in the New Testament. Because it was a very dramatic, vivid demonstration that the old person that you were is now drowned dead. You are now an entirely new creation, and Christ is living in you. So the problems that you face now are not going to be resolved by looking back at the past, but by looking at what Jesus Christ has done for you on the cross, believing that, believing um, your, or if you like, exercising your faith, putting your trust in what God says, that is what is going to heal you. That is what is going to free you. That is what is going to enable you for the future. So we have to forgive ourselves very often. Is that what holds us back sometimes? Well, there's an element of that. But you see, people will only fail to forgive themselves if they do not really believe that God has forgiven them. And there's a strange sort of thing that, that seems to operate in a lot of Christians' lives. They believe on the one hand that God has forgiven them, but on the other hand, they still believe that there's going to be, in some way, punishment for their sins, that, that their sins are going to lead to certain consequences. Now, you see, what the Scripture says is that uh, he bore the punishment for our sins. He didn't just take the sins, but the punishment. So if we really believe in the forgiveness of God, we do not anticipate that we will be punished. Now, it's because people don't believe that their pun in, in the fact that their punishment has been paid, that they punish themselves. That there's this strange thing of, well, I deserve to be punished. And, and this is why people don't forgive themselves. They feel that they're not worthy of that forgiveness. They don't deserve that forgiveness, which is absolutely true. They don't. But the point is, if God does not punish us, who are we to punish ourselves? That is setting ourselves up above God, saying that we know better than God, 
that God can say, well, he's not going to punish me, but I'm not going to say that because I think I deserve to be punished. That's the reason why people don't forgive themselves. But if they fully accept God's forgiveness, then they fully accept that the punishment for their sin has been paid, that God is not going to punish them for their sins either now or in the future, and therefore they have no right to punish themselves. Now you see, this is where faith has to operate in the whole business of this forgiveness. Because if we ask God to forgive us, but we do not really believe fully in the forgiveness he has given us, then we will go on living with a sense of condemnation or fear or guilt or even of an unwillingness to forgive ourselves. So it's very important that we believe and believe fully in the total meaning of what it is to be forgiven by God, to know that he will never hold against us now or in the future, on the day of judgment or at any time, he will never ever hold against us anything that he has forgiven. Presumably, their repentance has to be a daily thing. We have to confess continually, do we? Repentance is turning to God. What he wants, it's turning around, turning away from sin, turning to God. So we're to live in a sense of being permanently turned to God, if you like. And yes, we need to keep short accounts. Um, I, I don't think it's quite so much a, a, a matter of having a time of forgiveness every day. But, you know, if you're walking with the Lord and you do something wrong, the Holy Spirit makes you aware of that immediately. You don't have to wait to the end of the day and say, well, now I need to confess all the sins I've committed today. But the Holy Spirit will make you aware immediately. And immediately you can say, Lord, I'm sorry. And immediately you are forgiven. Now, that's the way to live in relationship with God, not to let any sin accumulate. Of course, there will be times sometimes when we've done something wrong without realizing it, and it only comes to, to light later. Well, as soon as it comes to light, then immediately ask God to forgive you. You don't have to go away and have a prayer meeting. You are there with the Lord all the time. He is with you all the time. So you can turn to him any time of the day and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I mean, that's, that's what I do. If, if a wrong thought, a wrong attitude crops up, Lord, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Don't make a big song and dance of it because he's forgiven you. You don't have to you castigate yourself and punish yourself and beat yourself up. You just learn to accept his forgiveness because he is so merciful. But by the same token, we need to have the faith to be merciful to others because Jesus teaches us that if we are not merciful to others, then the Father will not be merciful to us. Faith is believing God's word and putting it into practice. So because Jesus said that, we know how important it is to do it, to operate in faith so that when people hurt us, we, we don't go away and feel all, all revengeful or bitter or angry, but we forgive immediately because by faith, we put God's word into operation immediately both for ourselves when we need forgiveness and for others when we need to forgive them. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 